Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back and happy getaway day. We have some more Alabama notes from the Washington chaos the other day. A plea deal on some illegal suppositories and Auburn's new coordinators. Oh, and we'll revisit the vaccine order and where we're at in it. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. An Athens, Alabama man was among those who died during protests and violence before the presidential election certification Wednesday at the Capitol building in Washington, reports AL.com's John Sharp and Connor Sheets. Kevin Greeson was 55 years old, and his family said he had a history of high blood pressure and had a heart attack during the chaos. Greeson was a supporter of President Trump, and on his account on the social media site Parler, he's posted some pretty fiery stuff about loading your guns and taking to the streets. Still, his family said he wasn't in Washington to participate in violence or rioting. From their release, our family is devastated. We are thankful for all of the thoughts and prayers and appreciate privacy at this time as we grieve. Arrests have continued to be made ever since the mob broke into the Capitol. As we've all seen, it turns out there are a lot of cameras at the U.S. Capitol. But we'll have to see how many Alabama folks might turn up in trouble. On Wednesday, a Falkville man was among the first people arrested, reported AL.com's Carol Robinson and Lita Gore. And that would be 70-year-old Lonnie Kaufman, according to the D.C. Central Lockup. Now, Capitol Police identified the man as Lonnie Zoffman. That name's pretty unlikely, but without an address and more information for confirmation. I don't want to just go with one when the officials are giving us conflicting spellings here. Either way, the man's 70 years old, charged with carrying a pistol without a license and also unregistered firearm and unregistered ammunition. The New York Times reported that he was accused of having materials to make Molotov cocktails. The man from Hoover who was accused of cooking up products in his kitchen and warehouse and then putting them on the market as cancer drugs has pleaded guilty, reports AL.com's Carol Robinson. Back in 2015-2016, Patrick Charles Bishop bought drug products containing the peptide PNC-27, which has not been approved by the FDA. According to the charges, he bought the products from a company in China, saying he was buying them for research purposes. Now, I know a lot of us have bought cheap items made in China, VCRs, for example, back in the VCR days. But the only place you'd stick a VCR is next to your TV. These drugs were sold in suppository form. Many of the products were sold to a cancer treatment center with clinics in Mexico, as well as to some places in the U.S. The man's facing five years in prison and a $250,000 fine when he's sentenced in May. Auburn football coach Brian Harson has his coordinators, according to AL.com reports. Derek Mason has been hired to run the defense. He's most recently served as Vanderbilt's head coach until he was fired in November. He also led the Pac-12's top defense when he was defensive coordinator at Stanford. And Mike Bobo has been hired as Auburn's offensive coordinator. He's been around the SEC, running the offenses at Georgia and South Carolina. In between those jobs, he served as the head coach at Colorado State. 
All right, now I know we've touched on this before, but it doesn't hurt to reinforce this vaccine plan in Alabama and where we're at. Y'all remember expert explainer Jonathan Soboleski? Well, he's back to help us out. So Alabama has received over 100,000 dosages of vaccine, and we're slowly getting it out to people. The state has also released guidelines for the order people will be eligible to receive the vaccine. It's not really a timeline since we don't know how long each phase will take, but at least we have an order. So the first group, as you may have heard, is frontline health workers and folks living in nursing homes and assisted living facilities. Obviously, the health workers thing makes sense because these are the people who have to get up in the face of people with COVID every single day. And nursing homes have been especially dangerous during this whole pandemic, which is why that's also at the top of the list. Once enough vaccine has been administered to the medical folks in the nursing homes, we move on to group two. Group two is elderly people over the age of 75, certain frontline essential workers, and folks living in group settings like homeless shelters, group homes, or prisons. The over 75 requirement is self-explanatory. They're at higher risk if they get the virus. As for frontline essential workers, that's a more specific list. So here we're talking about first responders like cops and firefighters. Also on the list is jail guards, food and agriculture workers, the postal service, people in manufacturing, grocery store workers, public transit workers, and teachers. And if you were annoyed that folks in prison may be eligible before you, folks in group living situations like that and halfway houses don't really have the option of being six feet apart. So that's why they're so far up on the list. On to group three, which is the last group before it's available to the general public. Group three is elderly people over 65, younger people with conditions that put them at extreme risk, and other essential workers. Again, elderly people, pretty easy to understand. As for people with the conditions that put them at higher risk, we're talking about people with cancer, heart disease, immunocompromised people, smokers, folks with diabetes, sickle cell anemia. There's a pretty expansive list. The other essential workers in this group include folks in transportation, wastewater treatment, food service, construction workers, finance workers, IT folks, energy folks, and media. Ooh, that's me. And the last group is everybody else. People with nine toes, people who run Etsy shops, the guy at the barbershop who has something to say about everything, even Steve Buscemi. Once we hit group four, the vaccine is just available to the general public. Now, again, nobody can tell you exact dates on when you will be eligible. It just sort of depends on when we can get our hands on enough doses to cover each individual group. I'd keep my eye on the news and alabamapublichealth.gov to see how things are moving. And some hospitals have a form you can fill out where they'll contact you when your turn comes up. Again, though, at least you got an idea kind of in order, keep your eyes out for shenanigans right now because, you know, this is a big deal. Everybody wants this vaccine and somebody's going to be a jerk about it. But hey, man, a little bit of light on the horizon. I'm Jonathan Soboleski for AL.com. Thanks, Sobo. And thanks to everybody so much for listening. If you can and haven't already, leave us a rating and maybe a comment on your app or our Amazon page if you're an Alexa listener. But even if you don't, we'd love to have you back. Watch the weather this weekend. There might be some wintry stuff out there. We'll update you at al.com slash weather. We'll do this again about Monday. Have a great weekend and come see us anytime you want to on the internet at al.com. Mm-hmm.